This morning's reflection is about faith. And beginning with a quote from Henry David Thoreau from his book, Faith in a Seed. Though I do not believe that a plant will spring up where no seed has been. I have great faith in a seed. Convince me that you have a seed there and I am prepared to expect wonders. I've been uh, growing vegetables and flowers and fruit in my garden for many years. And still, every single year, a sense of awe and faith arises when I observe the tiny seeds or sometimes tiny little plants in my hand, and then I carefully put them in the ground. Awe in relationship to the mystery that these tiny dots of seeds or little teeny plants will do what they do. And faith based in years of experience that most of them will eventually burst out of their little tiny selves and grow into lettuce or beets or cucumbers or tomatoes or sunflowers, etc. Just a few days uh, before leaving my home in Taos, New Mexico to come here, I harvested quite a number of vegetables and fruit from my garden with a feeling of a deep gratitude. So I've been considering faith in these last days. What is it? Where does it come from? How does it work? What is its role in relationship to the teachings and the practices as taught by the Buddha? Is there a difference between faith and belief? And if so, what is the difference? Faith in what? In who? <clears throat> in the Buddha Dhamma, Faith is a wholesome and beautiful mental factor that develops and blossoms through our practice of concentration, mindfulness, and metta. And it's the first of the five spiritual powers that feed and strengthen our practice. The other four being effort or energy, mindfulness, 
concentration and wisdom. So one aspect of faith is that it's a wholesome power. It's a strength. The literal translation of the Pali word sada, or faith, is to place the heart upon. So consequently, faith encompasses trust and confidence, courage, strength, devotion, and clarity. My Israeli students tell me that the root word, root of the word faith in Hebrew is actually a verb. They tell me that it's not something that we have, but rather it's something that we do. So another aspect of faith is that it's a verb, it's an action. To connect from the heart, to place the heart upon Willingness to embark upon the journey, to open to the unknown. The Buddha Dhamma understands three levels of faith. The first being what is called blind faith, which can happen when we encounter something or someone that inspires us and we feel some degree of brightness and devotion and love. This type of faith is often based in the dependence on someone or something outside of ourselves to make us feel good. Consequently, it's not really sustainable and maybe sometimes not rooted in wisdom. The second level of faith is called verified faith, which is rooted in confidence born out of our own wise reflection and discriminating wisdom as we investigate our direct experience. So, for example, we have faith in the truth of anicca or impermanence. Not because we've heard about it or read about it, but because of our own clear observation, investigation, reflection, and the intuitive understanding that arises out of our focused, mindful attention to our own experiences of body, mind, and heart. The third level of faith is the great power of unshakable faith, which is rooted in verified faith. As we continue developing a meditation practice that evolves toward the blossoming of concentration, clear mindful awareness and insight and understanding, we begin to touch an unfettered faith in the incredibly vast potential that's available through our spiritual practice. Unshakable faith is rooted in staying open and connected in the experience of the moment, open to the mystery the truth beyond the realm of our often tightly clung to, conditioned, habituated ideas, opinions, beliefs, interpretations, and feelings. This path of awakening asks a very deep and profound willingness of us. Willingness to 
open directly to our experience, to open the heart and the mind to the mystery of experience. So traveling this path, we actually need to rely on faith. It's not a path rooted in belief. If we meet our experiences with a set of beliefs, it's a process of perceiving and interpreting experience so that it conforms to our learned, habituated patterns of thinking and acting, which then leads us to react these habituated ways of thinking and acting again and again. So faith as willingness, confidence, and trust in our own potential for waking up based on experience, not on beliefs. Waking up out of ongoing dissatisfaction, out of feeling maybe incomplete or hollow or separate and maybe disappointed. Learning to live our life grounded in an open and kind-hearted, mindful presence. We then access faith in the real possibility of waking up into the spaciousness of open-hearted presence and ease of being with things as they are, however they are, inside us and outside of us. There's really a great vitality in a life that's grounded in our capacity for a clear, focused attention and mindful awareness. As we gently and patiently hold the seeds of the Buddha's teaching in our heart, they develop, grow, and blossom into beautiful and liberating fruit through our diligent practice. And I'd like to close the reflection this morning with a story. It's called The Garden from this book called Frog and Toad Together. Frog was in his garden. Toad came walking by. What a fine garden you have, Frog, he said. Yes, said Frog, it's very nice, but it was hard work. I wish I had a garden, said Toad. Here are some flower seeds. Plant them in the ground, said Frog, and soon you will have a garden. How soon? asked Toad. Quite soon, said Frog. Toad ran home. He planted the flower seeds. Now seeds, said Toad, start growing. Toad walked up and down a few times. The seeds didn't start to grow. Toad put his head close to the ground and said loudly, Now seeds, start growing. Toad looked at the ground again. The seeds didn't start to grow. Toad put his head very close to the ground and shouted, Now seeds, start growing. Frog came running up the path. What's all this noise, he asked. My seeds will not grow, said Toad. You're shouting too much, said Frog. Those poor seeds are afraid to grow. My seeds are afraid to grow, asked Toad. 
Of course, said Frog, leave them alone for a few days. Let the sun shine on them. Let the rain fall on them. Soon your seeds will start to grow. That night Toad looked out the window. Drat, said Toad, my seeds have not started to grow. They must be afraid of the dark. Toad went out to his garden with some candles. I will read the seeds a story, said Toad. Then they won't be afraid. Toad read a long story to his seeds. All the next day, Toad sang songs to his seeds. And all the next day, Toad read poems to his seeds. And all the next day, Toad played music for his seeds. Toad looked at the ground. The seeds still did not start to grow. What shall I do, cried Toad. These must be the most frightened seeds in the whole world. Then Toad felt very tired, and he went to sleep. Toad, Toad, wake up, said Frog. Look at your garden. Toad looked at his garden. Little green plants were coming up out of the ground. At last, shouted Toad, my seeds have stopped being afraid to grow. And now you will have a nice garden, too, said Frog. Yes, said Toad, but you were right, Frog. It was Very hard work.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.